Hi, this is Vinny DeRosa, and you're listening to me, Cousin Vinny, on the CousinVinnyNetwork.com. I'm going to be sharing with you a few topics that I know a lot about, and some, eh, not so much. Sometimes we will have guests that will make you say and think, I didn't know that. I have traveled to all 67 counties of Florida since 1968 and have lived up and down the West Coast, seen and done a lot the last 50 years you would not even possibly believe. I won't sugarcoat my comments. I've been told that I'm not very politically correct, so get over it. Drop me a line on our Facebook page at CousinVinnyNetwork.com, or if you'd like to be a guest, give me a call at 888-738-7381. That's 888-738-7381. And please share our podcast for anybody else that you know out there that loves podcasts. Please take some time to visit our sponsors at CousinVinnyNetwork.com. Without them, this network would not be possible on the Cousin Vinny Network. This is Vinny DeRosa with FloridaRealEstateUniversity.com. And I want to give you a little bit of an update of what's going on in Florida real estate, Florida real estate education, and the general condition of real estate in Florida at this particular time and moment. A lot of things have changed in the last uh, three, four months. Uh, back in March, I was putting together a renewal process for some real estate courses that I have to get renewed every two years. Submitted all my paperwork to Tallahassee, and it was just before the craziness started. And uh it was a bummer. It was an absolute bummer. I was I was putting everything together, got all my paperwork sent into Tallahassee, and then all of a sudden everything pretty much shut down. So I, I have courses approved, the pre-licensed courses for the sales associate and the brokers, but the post-licensing education for sales associate and brokers and continuing education, and not so much. <clears throat> so I'm sitting here hoping that hopefully soon something will break loose and I'll be able to um, get those courses approved and uh, reloaded back into my real estate school site. Otherwise, I'm going to be in limbo for a while. And I, I apologize for anyone who happens to go onto the site and see that and can't get in there and, and, and do anything about it. But it's just what it is, what it is. But what do I see? Florida real estate. Well, as a whole, we're doing good economically. Uh, I was watching some of the shows, the financial shows and some of the other shows on TV about real estate in general. Market's going good. Uh, there's not a lot of inventory, quote, they say. Um, but, you know, inventory is is just a, a fancy word for saying that they didn't list it yet. Look, if somebody wants to sell a home or if somebody wants to buy a home, how hard is it to go knock on a door and say, hey, look, would you like to sell your house? Have you considered selling your home? If they say no, then you just move on to the next one. It's not a big deal. So don't let that be a hindrance to those of you who are in the real estate profession and have been afraid to knock on doors. All they can say is no, you know, and, and that's one way to do it. Other things that have occurred is the shift. Uh, you're seeing this in larger, bigger cities where a lot of companies have furloughed their people out because of, of you know, Corona and they're working from home and they're probably finding out that that big shiny office that they had, the big complex that they pay thousands and thousands of dollars a month, maybe not as necessary as they thought it would be. So I think you're going to see a paradigm shift of some of these companies deciding to, hey, look, 
your job is essential. We want you to work with us and work for us. But you know what? Let's see if we can work it from home with you. <clears throat> so that may be another alternative for a lot of folks is is doing the, the work from home. Then the other shift becomes, well, if I can work from home and I get a pretty good salary, yeah, I may have to take a little bit of a cut because I'm not going to the office anymore. Maybe, you know, I don't know what the cut would be, but I'm, if, there, if there is one. And the company says, we really don't care where you live as long as you're accessible to us, either by phone, online, conference, or an occasional, you know, face-to-face, you can live anywhere you want. Well, there are a lot of opportunities, and I see the shift in real estate where these these towns that are just on the outskirts of some of these bigger metropolitan cities will start to blossom. Uh, maybe some of these little towns that kind of, you know, died on the vine may be revived again. Think about it. If you're in a big city and, 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 and the surrounding areas, you know, 20, 30 miles out, there's some little neighborhoods that have been overlooked. You see the shops that are closed and the storefronts are done and because everyone migrated into the big city. Maybe we'll see a shift geographically and economically and socially where people go, you know what? I don't really need to live in that half million dollar condominium that's about the size of a closet. I can take that half a million or even less, buy a nice home for me and my family just outside of town. And if I need to commute into town occasionally to go to work or do things, I can. Or I can live in the outskirts in this little town that was an anchor to the city at one time or part of its outlying areas and and stay in my you know same area. So again, you got to think outside the box. And I don't think real estate people are starting to understand that. They, they Understand this. I've been doing real estate since 1973 <clears throat> and a broker and a real estate educator since 1980. Real estate people are slow on the uptake. They they only see what's right in front of them. If it's on beyond their horizon, beyond their ability to see, they don't see it. They're very shallow sighted or narrow minded as far as opportunities. You know, they go, well, you know, there's not enough inventory. And we talked a little bit about that. Everything has a price at some point. It doesn't have to be listed for sale. So as a good agent, you could go knocking on doors and say, look, do you want to sell your home? I may have a potential you know, client for you. So think outside the box, boys and girls. Back to the education just briefly. Those of you who have your licenses um, and you've got to take your continuing ed and post-education, uh, I am hoping that I'll be back up to speed shortly so that I can start offering it again. Otherwise, it's kind of crippled me a little bit. Back to the real estate brokerage side here again. Now, you know, we're in that month in Florida. June. We're in the rainy season. You know, hurricane season started June 1st and it goes until the end of October. And people from around the country really don't understand how Florida is made up. You know, they watch the news and they see the storms and they see the hurricanes and all the craziness that we have here. But understand this. Yeah, they may say we're having 13 named storms this year. Well, we've already had, I think, two that were named and got went nowhere. So you got to you got to look at Florida from a different perspective than other places in the country. We're not in the middle of the country. We're not on the left coast, we're not on the right coast. We're kind of like dual coast. Florida obviously if you see the picture of it, it's a peninsula. And we've got about uh, what 20 something million people I think in Florida, maybe. I think it was 20 million. Maybe New York was 13 and Florida was 20. It, it's it's a, it's a, it's an astounding number. And people go, wow, Florida is saturated. Nope, it's not. We've got 67 counties in Florida. And if you started in Jacksonville and headed south on 
I-95, all the way to Key West. That is where the densest population of Florida exists, basically from Jacksonville to Key West. Now, you come across the, 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 the swamps of South Florida down there across Alligator Alley to Naples, and you jump on I-75, and you head north, and you head north all the way through Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, Crystal River, where I live, up through Gainesville, and then you hit this other thing called I-10. Well, before you get to that point, if you take U.S. Highway 19, which runs parallel to the coast, up the coast, up to Perry, and then hang a left towards Pensacola, there's a lot of real estate out there that is not inhabited. Uh, The biggest fluctuation of population is I-75, basically from Naples to to Clearwater, St. Pete, that area generally. And then you got the little bit of corridor at I-10 outside of Tallahassee to Pensacola. But the biggest thrust right now in the state of Florida is the I-4 corridor from basically Clearwater Beach to Daytona Beach. So that is where there are tens of thousands of people living along that corridor and off to its, you know, sides of it, either side of the either side of that corridor area. And I think if if people want a real good prospectus of Florida, there's different economies and different uh, characteristics of the state. Um, if you if you like the crazy fast pace, you go to South Florida, you know, the Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. That's a fast paced area. You go north now where on I-95, the Cape, Cape Canaveral, Cape Kennedy has been blossoming with all that's going on now with with all of the new uh, launches that have been going on and the success that the the, uh, the uh, space station has had and our, our um, return to space, that whole uh, coast is, has blossomed again. It, it took a hit there for about 10 years when they shut the space program down after the shuttle shut down. So that area is emerging as, a, as another um, great place you know, to, to live. And if you've got certain skills, great place. And then you got I-4 to go to Orlando. You can go north to Jacksonville. Jacksonville you know, is an upcoming area. But pretty much you know, on the West Coast, pretty much once you get further north of Clearwater, uh, Newport, Ritchie, Spring Hill, it, it gets thinner. And Crystal River here is kind of like the go-between those two communities. Then from here to Tallahassee, it's pretty wide open. So there is literally tens of thousands of acres of land that are undeveloped in Florida. So again, everyone's vision is that it's, oh, so densely populated. Well, we got our populated areas. So what can you do? Well, if you're working for a big company, and now with all the stuff that's going on, and someone says, you know, can I work from home? And it's, it's gonna, there's some variables there that you got to take into account. One, uh, are you going to take a hit and pay? If you were working for a major company in a bigger city, you know, they're going to pay you the big dollars to be in that big town. But it costs you big bucks to live there. You know, to, to find an apartment in Manhattan, I can't even imagine what a little hole in the wall costs you per month. I mean, it's got to be crazy just to rent and to buy something. It, it, it's just, you know, over the top. But you're being paid those dollars to live there and to work there. Well, maybe your priorities have shifted because of all these things going on in your company saying, you know, we don't need to keep these ivory towers in these big metropolitan cities anymore. Let's go to a smaller second tier community and maybe move our corporate headquarters there. And you've seen this, some companies are shifting locations, getting out of those high tax states into states like Florida where we have no income tax. So now you've got a company that's moved into a low tax state like Florida and they say, look, you can work from home 
And our office is located in, I don't know, Ocala. Well, there are a lot of bedroom communities within 30, 40, 60 miles of Ocala or Orlando or St. Petersburg or Tampa. You can live in those outskirting out, outskirt areas and save a lot of money. Yeah, you may get a cut in pay, but your cost of living is going to be tremendously less. You don't have all the taxes. You don't have the commute times. And you don't have all that chaos that goes on in your life when you're trying to you know, raise a family and do all those things that are important to you. Here's the other variable. If you decide to live outside of the city centers, I'm going to give you a warning. This should be one of those things real estate agents should tell you up front which most of them have no clue. The first question I'm going to ask you is, what kind of internet service do you have here? Yeah, that's the big question today. It's not how many bedrooms, how many baths, how many acres. It's what is your internet capability here? Why? There are still spotty places in Florida where they have the old, you know, the dial-up shit. I know, I live in an area that's got the dial-up. No, it's not dial-up. Well, it's it's almost as bad as dial-up, but not as bad as dial-up. It sucks. Um, where we live is two miles from two different DMARCs, which is the, where the, the boxes are for two different internet service providers that are hardline based, and they won't run the lines to us. So we're stuck with the old system of, you know, slow moving internet. So that should be one of your first questions versus all the other thousands of questions you're going to have is, what is my internet like here? Okay, you say, well, I want to do satellite. I did that too. Satellite is great until you get into rainy season and you wouldn't think that the rain would have an impact on the cellular, I mean the satellite signal. It does. And you're there in the middle of a project or working on something and all of a sudden the rain comes through and it may be a short rainstorm, but it's a critical moment that you need to be online doing things and it goes out. That sucks. So again, if you're out there looking to buy a home, my first tip to you is ask about the internet. It is a critical, critical component. The other is, you know, what do the hospitals look like in the area, the churches and the schools? And again, if, if you're coming out of a high-tax state to Florida, uh, great opportunities. I mean, great, great, great opportunities. Um, so don't let that scare you. There are, you know, places in Florida that are totally unknown to you. You know, go for a little joy ride. You know, take some of those back roads. You may you may come across a gem that you never thought about. Or you know, you could live in a Tampa or a Clearwater, or St. Pete area. I mean, granted, it's it's more of a metropolitan area, and it's 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 not as densely populated as Orlando is. But you you know, you've got some choices. You don't have to live in the city center. You can live twenty thirty miles out and still commute. Yeah, granted, the highway system is not as 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 functioning as it is in other parts of the country. But you know what? You learn to live with it. And again, if you're working from home, uh, and if you only have to occasionally make that you know trek into the office, that that's not a big deal. So those are my little tidbits from a real estate educator's point of view, some things that I would talk about in a real estate class to kind of help the new agent get up to speed on some things that they should be looking out for. The other thing that you should look out for is, is you know, I, 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 I buy a home in, in a wooded area. What's the development going to look like in the next three to five, 10 years? Uh, is there any potential for uh, expansion of the city into the area? 
expressways coming through because the state of Florida is going through this expressway build out like crazy. Because again, when we get into hurricane season, and if you're in the southern part of Florida and they say evacuate, you're going north, which is through here. You know, and whenever like a Tampa, St. Pete area gets an evacuation order, we get clobbered up here because they come up US 19 or they take I 75. And if you've seen the last, last couple of storms here, and even on the East Coast, you know, if they say evacuate, you know, Orlando, all right, you're not going to go south because you're going to run into water someplace. You're going to go north. And you saw the, the the traffic delays on I-75 going all the way up to Atlanta when the storms hit. Here's another clue. If you're living in Florida and you're in one of those metropolitan cities or towns and you have to evacuate north, don't take I-75. Come on. Get your little GPS out and have it find you some country roads. There are excellent arteries out of those areas that are not as cumbersome. Now, you're going to go, well, it's out in the sticks. No, it's not. Look, the state's not that wide. You're not going to hit water. So, you know, you'll be fine. Just fuel up and drive up the spine of Florida. Stay off of the interstates because I've had friends who go, I'm leaving. I think it was two storms ago or three storms ago. Had some family members. We're going to Tennessee. I go, why? Well, we'll be safer there. I go, how long have we lived here? Last 50 years. How many times have we ever hit been hit directly? Um, 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 none. Now, we've had storm surges in town where the water came in because it had no other place to go. But that was it. Um, to evacuate, that's your choice. Uh, I'm not giving you advice not to do it. I've, I've, I did some work for FEMA uh, a few hurricanes ago and did some disaster relief uh, surveys of properties that were hit by storms. It's pretty devastating. It's 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 a decision that you're going to have to make on a one-on-one type of a thing when you move here to Florida. And you'll hear people, oh, it's hurricane season. Oh, you know what? Every place of the country has something. You got fires out west. You got flooding in the Midwest. I mean, think of those poor people in the Mississippi and those rivers that get flooded every five to 10 years, just flooded or out west with those fires, you know, and, and, and tornadoes that go through Tornado Alley. And people go, well, you live in Florida with hurricanes. Yeah, but the, here's the best thing about a hurricane. You know, it's coming. You can prepare for it. You can plan for it. You can prep for it. Tornado, there ain't no warning. Wildfires, they can't, I mean, it's virtually impossible to control those things. And flooding, you ain't stopping some river when it decides to spill over its banks and, and engulf the entire area. So I'm just giving you some insight as to the pluses and minuses of, of living in Florida. Again, it gets hot. Yeah. But you know what? We don't get those 20 belows. You know, I, I, I've been here, like I said, 50 years plus. I get a wimp. I get wimpish when the weather gets under uh, 70, 60 degrees. I, I, I hate the cold. I'll put up with the heat and humidity. You know why? We have air conditioning. I, I don't really get crazy about worrying about how hot it is out there. You just know not to be out there at certain times of the day. That's all there is to it. So <clears throat> that's a little bit of my insight into real estate right now. Again, like I said, I think there's going to be a shift over the next year of people leaving from the bigger cities to go out into the rural areas. And this can happen all over the country. It doesn't have to only be in Florida. You could be in a Connecticut or or New Jersey or New York area and go, you know, all right, I I can commute from home if I have to commute in, or I can work from home. I mean, look at all these broadcasters that had to leave New York. They're working from their homes all remotely. They set up a studio. That's what I'm doing. I'm working remotely here at the Crystal River Mall. I'm in a studio here. 
I'm not working from home because, again, my internet sucks there. So finding a location, finding a place that you really, really would like to live, it meets all of your criteria for the lifestyle that you're looking for. Uh, there's a lot of, lot of ample opportunity. And again, with Florida having as much real estate as we do have, there are a lot, a lot of choices. I mean, with 67 counties, there's so much diversity of, of population. There's so much in uh, amenities that each community has to offer. Yeah, you're not going to have in some of your smaller towns, a lot of fancy restaurants and high-end restaurants. But those are places you go occasionally. You got a lot of mom and pops. And that, that's the other thing I want to go back into a little momently is this whole pandemic thing. There are going to be literally thousands across the country whose businesses will not open again. These people have worked hard, spent years developing and building their reputation, their following, their customer base. And because of this corona there's a lot of them that are just packed up and gone. We've seen it here in our area where some businesses just said, you know, we've been at it for the last 20, 30 years. This was the, the final straw. We can't afford the, the, the cost of even reopening. Uh, we, we've lost our staff because a lot of people just quit their, well, didn't quit their jobs. They were basically let go when all this broke loose. And they, they had to move away from here or are just, you know, looking for other opportunities in employment. So there's a lot of loss that's going to come about in a lot of different communities as far as local businesses. When a local business reopens in your area, please go support them. Uh, they need your help. They, they've been through a lot. Their employees have been through a lot. And if you do, you know, travel the state and you're visiting these communities, you know, find a local diner that's got a lot of cars around it. Go in and, and just... You know, there's always a couple of two or three old codgers sitting in there having a cup of coffee talking. Go over and be polite, introduce yourself and say, look, I'm looking at your community. What can you tell me about it? And just sit for a while because they'll tell you about their community and why it's so great. Again, real estate is local in nature. I'm not saying one place is better than the other. But if if you're tired of the lifestyle that you're in now and you want to see a change, maybe this is that opportunity. Um. I'm here if you want to give me a call. I'll be happy to you know, help you out if you're looking for a real estate agent around the state of Florida. I've been to all 67 counties. I know people from all over the state of Florida. Like I said, I've been, I'm still a real estate broker, an active real estate broker for the last you know, 40 years or so. So I have contacts all over the state. And if you've got specific questions about a particular area, uh, if I don't have the answer or, or know where I can direct you, I'll, I'll find someone to, to help you out and give you that information. If you're thinking about a career change, hey, give me a try at floridarealestateuniversity.com. Uh, I'm one of the few real estate schools where if you call my number, the 888-738-7381, I answer it. I, I am here. I, I've, I've been involved with real estate schools and bigger companies over the years, and I just provide that personal one-on-one touch. The other thing that I'm working on is, is reviving the real estate brokerage side, and that'll be a whole nother podcast video. I strictly work as an exclusive buyer's agent. I take no listings. I work with buyers only. And, and someone says, well, what's your market area? State of Florida. My license is good everywhere in the state of Florida. So if you're interested in that, that will be something that I'll be um, rolling out over the next few weeks to um, readdress the, the fact that buyers out there don't really have someone that represents them completely in the real estate transaction. Coming from the real estate education side of it, it uh, it kind of, how do I say this politically correct? It pisses me off 
that real estate agents cannot be straightforward with you. They'll give you the dog and pony show, and then won't give you the pony. They'll give you the dog. So understand the laws of Florida, which I'll be more than happy to uh, express them to you and, and guide you through it under Chapter 475 or 455 or 61J2, the different laws in Florida, what the duties and obligations of real estate agents. And I tried to do that in my real estate classes when I was teaching classes to really pound on the fact that you have a responsibility when you're dealing with customers out there. They're not clients, they're customers. You have a duty and responsibility. It's the biggest investment they make in their lifetime. And the last thing you want to do is is have someone walk away and go, oh, that was kind of yucky. You want them to come away thinking that you did a perfectly good job for them and that you didn't try to take advantage of them. Anyway, I've ranted and raved for about 25 minutes or so. Uh, I can probably go for another six or seven hours easily talking about real estate. But I'm, I'm going to uh, part with just, just think about the possibilities and all of the choices that you have that you didn't have three months ago. Don't be afraid to explore them. It can't hurt you to just explore and find out if it will work for you. And if it does, that is great. If it doesn't, that's also great. So again, my name is Vinny DeRosa. I'm a Florida real estate instructor, Florida real estate broker here in sunny Crystal River, Florida. You can reach me at 888-738-7381 pretty much anytime. And I thank you for watching, watching, watch and listen. And there'll be some more podcasts and video casts coming soon. Thank you. Hi, this is Cousin Vinny. Our sponsor, FloridaRealEstateUniversity.com, meets state-mandated Florida real estate education, offering pre-licensed, post-licensing, and continuing education courses, so you can learn from the comfort of your home or on the road. Visit FloridaRealEstateUniversity.com today, and please take some time to visit our other sponsors at the CousinVinnyNetwork.com website. Without them, this network would not be possible. That's the CousinVinnyNetwork.com.